waves, my waves get lost in the ocean. Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions. Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hey, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. And let me tell you, this is going to be a fun show today. I have a wonderful guest on, and I read her book, oh gosh, it's probably been... I don't know, maybe 10 or more years ago, and her name is Jean Slater, and she wrote this book called Hiring the Heavens, and it really made an impact on me a long time ago, and the cool thing is um, I wanted to get her on my show, and she came, and I'm so excited to have her on, and then I read her book again because you know how you forget some of the stuff that people teach you, and so Hiring the Heavens is, she'll tell you about it. It's about hiring angelic people to help us, so before I bring her on, I want you guys to sit back and relax, and I'm going to read you a little bit from her book, Hiring the Heavens. So here we go. And this is called Angels for Hire. My guidance wants you to know that there are thousands of unemployed angels. Don't ever think your problem is too trivial for you to call upon divine assistance. Don't ever think you might be bothering the celestial helpers. You're not bothering them. You're giving them a job. Think of the world of spirit as someone you can talk to about anything or nothing in particular. There's no reason to put on airs or speak in a stiff, formal voice. Spirit knows you. Be real. Be spontaneous. Be silly. Be anything that makes you feel close to this incredible, warm, and loving energy. Know that spirit is honored to be included in every detail of your life. Truly, this is where you'll find unconditional love and the best friend you could ever have. And that's the truth. And that's from her book. And this is a small book, but it's so well written and so informative. Let me tell you a little bit about Jean before I bring her on. Jean's, she has over 20 years experience as a natural health practitioner and a higher guidance life coach. She developed a unique soul's treasure map to get to the root of health and life issues so clients can move forward with clarity and confidence. She is the founder of the Creative Mystic Intuitive and the Higher Guidance Life Coach Certification Programs. These magical programs are designed to teach others how to access and coach from higher guidance for personal and professional use and will inspire you to live in the joy and excitement of the grand treasure hunt. This is so exciting. Jean, welcome to High Road to Humanity. Thank you so much, Nancy. I am just so excited to be here. Thank you. I'm I'm excited to have you. You know, Jean, I read your book a long time ago. I have always wanted to talk to you. And since I have a radio show, you you are like on my list to find you, to, to you know, to get out there and say, I want to talk to this lady who wrote the book. How? And I have a question. How did you know or how did you start Hiring the Heavens? I want to hear your story. Will you tell the audience your story? <laughs> Absolutely. And I have to, first of all, say that um, I've read my own book at least five times. <laughs> you know? I believe that. Yes, yes. Because you got to be reminded, right? You do. You do. It's like we get caught up in our lives and we forget that we are spiritual beings and we start to get 
just mesmerized by the physicality of this life. And we think we have to figure it out all by ourselves and do it all by ourselves. And we do need to be reminded about who we really are and what we're connected to. And that's why I've read my book at least five times (laughs) over the years. Well, were you young? Like, how old were you? Can I ask this question? How old were you when you started? Obviously, you did this intuitively, yes? You started to hire that? Oh, yes. Tell me the story. Well, you know, um, so my background at first to my own eyes seemed bizarre, and I wondered why it even happened to me. The first 20 years of my life, I was actually raised in a very strict fundamentalist church that was, um, I consider a cult. And the reason I call it a cult is because they had such strong mind control Mm -hmm. that I really understood what happened, for example, at Jonestown when when people drank the Kool-Aid, you know, um, our church had that kind of mind control that if we were told to do that, we probably would have done it. And that's why I call it a cult. And I grew up, by the way, Jane, pardon me, that's scary stuff. It is. It's, it's really scary. So what I learned during those first 20 years before I left the church is what it's like to totally give up your mind and your free will and your desire to even think for yourself to a dogma and to be chosen to be in that special, you know, you're, you're special. So, so don't think, don't question because that will take you out of that special realm and instead you'll be in the circle of trust anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Is that right? So, so, um, when I left the church, when I was 20, I swore off anything to do with religion anything to do with spirituality, anything to do with the word God, angels. I wanted nothing to do with it because I went through a very bitter experience where I realized that everything I'd been taught was was untrue and it was a lie. And for the first time in my life, I began to think for myself. And when I did that, I actually went into quite a depression. <laughs> Because I was no longer chosen. <laughs> right. You were, yeah. But you are chosen. <laughs> <laughs> and and so then the next 20 years of my life, I spent in a place where um, I was just looking at the physical. If you couldn't see it, it didn't exist. Oh. You couldn't talk to me about anything spiritual because I would have thought you're crazy. So that's where I was. And then in my 40s, I was working in a natural, I had my own business as a traditional naturopath. And I wanted to work simply with the physical (laughs) because you can see it. You can deal with it. Let's talk about nutrition. Let's talk about herbs. Let's talk about things that I can see. But what would happen is that um, when I was working with my clients, their bodies would demand to move into areas that I was not comfortable with. Like move into areas that you weren't comfortable with. 
I had a, I, at that time, I had learned to douse with a pendulum. And you might think, well, that's kind of weird. That's what well, I do. It too. I don't think it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, I would ask their bodies to explain what was going on with a particular symptom. And their bodies would come back and tell me things like, you know, it has to do with a, with a mental belief. It has to do with an emotion. It has to do with a spiritual disconnection. And that was not where I was prepared to go. I had been trained with just the physical and I did not want to mess with any of that other stuff because you couldn't quantify it. You couldn't see it. It was something etheric. <laughs> but you were, but you were, it was there. And so you had to address it. I did. I was forced into it. <laughs> yeah. I so, think we all are sometimes. I think that's Awesome. Well, so as you so as you started to see this, you had to recognize it in order to help the patients. I did. And that's when the pivotal moment happened for me that you're asking about, like, what got me into this? It yeah. was really working with a client that forced me into recognizing that there's something else beyond this physical, something else that we can call upon, something else that that is um, that we can't see. <laughs> but yet it truly it's there. Is. Yep. And and so I'll I'll explain that whole story in just a moment. But, you know, um, this, I look back at it now and I realize there was orchestration to my life. I had to go through that first 20 years to understand what it's like to completely give up your mind to right. something else. And then to go through the next 20 years denial of anything that is spiritual and then to come to this point. Right. We've got about one minute to break, but um, I, yeah, thank you. And I think a lot of us has to go through different things in order to get to uh, a, a point of growth. I think it's just a growth thing. We learn as we go. And, and if we didn't go through it, we wouldn't get it, you know. But listen, guys, we are here today with Jean Slater, and she has written a book, and it's been out for a while. Please get it. It's called Hiring the Heavens. It's a practical guide to developing working relationships with the spirits of creation. And this is Nancy, you're out your host, and we are just so excited to have her here. And we're going to tell you guys how you can hire people, how you can hire the angelic realm to help you in your business, in your love life, whatever you choose. I mean, even if you're having trouble with um, your, your kids or whatever, you can hire an angel to do anything. We'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hey, all you high road listeners out there. I just want to take a moment to share with you our new sponsor. I've been working with bestradiotravel.com to bring the lowest hotel prices to my loyal listeners. Stay tuned during the show to hear more about how you can save 15 to 30% off your hotel rate. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. 
Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hey, welcome back to High Road to Humanity. And we're here today with Jean Slater. And she was telling us the story of how she figured out to hire the heavens. So, Jean, please finish your story. (laughs) So there I was in my naturopathic business, and I'm working with a client using a pendulum to talk to her body. And mind you, this I was in this space where I wanted nothing to do with spirituality. I just wanted a simple remedy with with herbs and with nutrition. But her body said I had to do an energy clearing technique for five neurotransmitters. And neurotransmitters are those chemicals in the brain like norepinephrine and dopamine and serotonin. Well, this clearing that I needed to do, her body said I needed to name all five. I came up with four, but could not figure out what the fifth neurotransmitter was. And I kept asking with the pendulum, do I really have to name this fifth one? And the body said, yes, I have to name it. So then my client, who was a lay person, the first words out of her mouth, which was so bizarre, the first words she says are, is histamine a neurotransmitter? I mean, who says that, right? Right, right. She just knew it came to her. In her in, in, in it did. Her. It yeah. did, but I, I said, no, no, histamine isn't a neurotransmitter. Histamine's that stuff your sinuses produce when you have an allergic reaction. That's why you take an antihistamine, but it's not a neurotransmitter. And then in the very next moment, for whatever reason, I turn around and I pull a book off my shelf that I had purchased two years prior, but had never opened. Okay. Until now. Until now, I pull the book off the shelf. It falls open to a page where the word histamine is in the title. And that in itself was amazing. I said, oh, look at this. It's talking about histamine. And then in the next nanosecond, Nancy, it was like boom, boom, boom. My It's as if something took my eyeballs and pointed them to a line buried in a paragraph. It's the only thing I read on the page. And it said... Histamine is also thought to be a neurotransmitter. Oh, my goodness. And that was my moment when the hair stood up on my arms and the back of my neck. And I knew something very profound had just happened. That 
when my client said it, something had to inspire her to say it. And when I said, no, that's not it, something had to make me turn around, pull a book off a shelf, open the page and point my eyes right to the line. And I knew that was beyond coincidence. There was something orchestrating that. Um, Frankly, it freaked me out. And I could not wait to finish working with my client and get her out the door because I was so shaken. I just, when I finally got her out the door, I sat there thinking, how is this possible? How did that just happen? And again, I was in a place of complete denial of all this. At the time, I had just started hearing about psychic surgery. And I'd heard about John of God and how something from another dimension was working through a lay person to perform surgeries. But that gave me the idea that maybe, just maybe, I had a spiritual physician working with me to assist me with my clients. Mm -hmm. And that idea began to take seed and blossom. What I did after that, Nancy, is I began to call upon this spiritual physician every day before work. And I would talk to this spiritual physician as if they were right in front of me. I'd tell them who my clients were that day. What their issues were. On the way to work, I don't mean to interrupt you. Exactly. Is that what you did in the car? Yeah. Well, and I would do it in my morning meditation before going to work. And I would tell my physician what I needed help with. And some amazing things started happening. And I would just be downloaded with information that I couldn't possibly be privy to and be able to pass this on to my clients. And it was in it was just so jaw dropping that I thought to myself, okay, (laughs) I'm getting help with my clients. That makes sense because I'm doing a good thing helping people. But maybe I can get help with other aspects of my business. Like I really need a spiritual secretary. I really need a spiritual marketer. I really need a spiritual time manager and a spiritual financial consultant. So I imagine hiring an entire team to help me in my business. And it works so well. I'll cut to the chase. Nancy, for the next 10 years, my husband was able to stay home with our four kids while I worked part-time and supported the family. And I never had to hire those positions on the physical level because they were all taken care of for me on the spiritual level. That is one, that is fantastic. I have, no, my question is, okay, so when you decided, okay, you were talking to your spiritual physician and you had him go with you to work every day and you did it in your car. I totally get that because I used to do affirmations when I go to real estate and that's how I sold houses. So I get that completely, a little bit different, but about the same, you know, you're calling them in. So at this point, when you needed a secretary, did you sit down or did you just say, hey, I need to hire a secretary out loud? How did you do it? That's exactly how I did it. And here's the beauty of this. This technique that I share in the book is so simple. There is no one perfect way to do it, and there's no way you can get it wrong. You do it how it works for you. So if sitting down and thinking about it and writing it out works for you, do that. If speaking out loud works for you, do that. If if singing... (laughs) No, that's fine. Yeah, no, I agree. 
then do that because it's whatever feels comfortable to connect with your angels because we all have angels around us. We do. We do. And the thing of it is, which had never occurred to me, we tend to think of this this uh, spiritual world as, um, I, I don't know, just uh, um, somebody, separate, somehow having... Separate. separate from us and somehow having all the answers but what if the spiritual world is very much like our own physical plane and each of these spiritual beings all have different talents abilities skills and personality traits and i don't know if you've ever noticed this nancy but when you get in touch with your spiritual beings they have a personality They're different. They're as unique as we are. So so when you need to, on a physical level, do a construction project, you wouldn't hire a masseuse to do that for you because the masseuse isn't trained in that. In the same way, when you're working on a, a construction project, I invite you to first hire from the spiritual world a an expert in that field. Right. This spiritual world has all the different talents, skills, abilities, and personality traits that we do here, and even more so. So by by being more specific when you call on the spiritual world and the angelic realm, when you are more specific, you get the talents and abilities you need for whatever project you're working on. And in the beginning, Nancy, the only reason I thought it was working, and this is really key here, the only reason I thought it was working is because I was doing a good thing. It never occurred to me that I could ask for help just simply for me. That seemed sacrilegious. It's like, it's yeah, I, I, my sister, who's no longer with us, she used to say, I, I wrote a book and I have a chapter that says just ask. And I told her, you need to ask. And she says, no, I don't need to ask. I have everything I need. And I, <laughs> and that is what we were taught. And I love my sister, but that's what we were taught. We were always taught, well, no, you, you know, you don't do that. But it's the opposite. It is. It is. And that thought had never occurred to me. It's kind of like in the fundamentalist church that I was raised in, you got on your knees and you prayed with great reverence and you only reserved your prayers for the big ticket items like world peace and helping somebody that was sick. But you could not ask God, the big guy, <laughs> yeah, to, to find the perfect hair color. You just yeah. wouldn't do that. <laughs> That's true. Well, and so you started to, so once you learned to do this, then you started to ask for all different things. And I love how you did this because um, one thing that you talk about is like um, you you actually asked, somebody asked for an attitude adjuster or you went on vacation. That's right. You went on vacation with your family and you had, your kids were in the back seat. And I know parents will appreciate this. And you called in an, an, an attitude adjuster to make sure the trip went well, correct? <laughs> I sure did. I never, I ne- from that point on, when my kids were little, we didn't travel without our attitude adjuster and, <laughs> and a spiritual mechanic to keep the car running well and a spiritual tour guide to help us find all the good places and a spiritual connoisseur to help us find all the good restaurants. Oh my gosh. Uh, it changed the way we vacationed. <laughs> now, do your kids do this too? Since you've been doing this for 10 years, do your kids do the same thing? Have you, Have they learned this? 
All four of my kids do this. My daughter now is 23, but when she was 16 and learning to drive, <laughs> she would hire a spiritual traffic angel to <laughs> clear the freeway of any big semis because she had a fear of getting on the freeway with semi trucks. Okay. So she would say, clear the freeway of semi trucks when I'm getting on the on-ramp and never, ever and we're, we're close to 80, uh, which is a major freeway here. Um, never, ever were there any semi-trucks uh, um, uh, semi when she would be entering onto the freeway. It worked like a charm. That's wonderful that they learned. And it's wonder that, wonderful that you've written this book. And, and I, I guess we've only got a few more minutes before break, but I want to talk about um, what... I guess, prompted you to go ahead and put this all down on paper? Was it your friends or, or how did that all work? I guess we can talk about that when we get back. But you had a lot of people you shared this information with, is I guess what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. And it was my spiritual team that told me to write the book. And I would, I, I would love to tell that story because it's, you know, it, it really is about following your own soul's path, which... Um, I grew in this process. I never knew I was going to be a spiritual teacher. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I thought I was going to be a real estate agent until I died. I thought I was going to be selling houses forever. <laughs> it's interesting how God has a plan for us. Hey, guys, the book is called Hiring the Heavens, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Her name is Jean Slater, and it's a practical guide to developing working relationships with the spirits of creation. And she's going to come back and, and tell us more of how um, she wrote this book and why she wrote this book. Back on High Road to Humanity, but make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. TogiNet Radio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15% to 30% or more on hotel booking fees through our own web portal, www.bestradiotravel.com. Discover the discount you can receive by going to bestradiotravel.com forward slash Nancy to see for yourself. This is a custom booking site for the listeners of my show through TogiNet Radio. We have negotiated special rates at over 650,000 hotels worldwide to save our customers money. Our members leverage our massive buying power to save thousands of dollars by booking with us. BestRadioTravel.com can beat the best prices offered by any other major travel booking website. Please go to BestRadioTravel.com slash Nancy to sign up and enjoy the discounts. That is BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Nancy. cats in U.S. households than any other pet. Most allurophiles or cat owners know that unlike dogs, taking Kitty for a ride in the car isn't any fun. I mean, you never see a cat hanging its head out the window, enjoying the breeze. Today's domestic cat is descended from a small Mideastern wildcat. A group of kittens is called a kindle, and a group of adult cats is a clouder. What's the word for those dust balls composed entirely of cat hair? Fluffernugans. Personally, I like pigs better than either cats or dogs. Dogs are subservient and look up to man. 
cats are aloof and look down on man. A pig, however, will look you in the eye and see as equal. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hey, this is Nancy Errol, and I'm back with Gene Slater. But hey, I want to mention we have a new um, advertiser on my radio show, and it's bestradiotravel.com. And you guys got to check this out. So just go to bestradio.com. Travel.com slash Nancy, and they give you really good deals, I guess, because you're on my show, so that's pretty cool. So check it out. And we're here with Gene Slater, and Gene's asking about my book on the break, um, Wake Up, the Universe is Speaking to You, and you guys can pick that up at Amazon or on my website, nancyyourout.com, or at Barnes & Noble. But um, that's my story about what happened to me and how I learned how to uh, work with the energy. So anyway, we're back with Gene. Gene, tell us more of, um, of your story and, and about writing the book, because I think it's just really cool. <laughs> well, the really cool thing is, is that as I began to expand my spiritual committees and, and by the way, the, so, so I had a committee for my work, but when I learned that I could ask just for myself, then I started having committees for everything that was going on in my life. And for my quick hires that I didn't need a committee, I would just hire from the spiritual temp agency. You know, those one one uh, quick hires that you do and you only need one time, like you're yeah. going to go shopping for a new TV. And so you hire a spiritual TV salesman to help you find the best TV. You know, that uh, I began to expand to every area of my life and bring in help from the spiritual dimension. And what occurred after that was nothing short of jaw-dropping. I mean, literally, just miracles would be happening. In fact, just my, how my book got written was a miracle, and how it got published was a miracle. Just extraordinary things. But as I started to have so much success, of course, I was telling all my friends and family about it, and I was so excited. It's so simple, such an easy idea. It takes about 10 minutes to explain, and you're off and running. requires absolutely no practice. Everybody knows how to do it immediately. <laughs> you know, that's just yeah, like... Yeah. You can, well, and tell us about, there's an, there's an Angel Express card. Tell the audience about the Angel Express card. Because you guys, in the back of the book, she has some really cool stuff. Tell us about that, Jane. So here's how this works. You simply imagine that the spiritual world is every bit as complex as our own physical dimension. And that every personality, talent, and skill exists in the spiritual world. So whatever it is that you're doing, hire first from the spiritual realm. And I suggest to them that they use, imagine that they've got a celestial credit card, an angel express card from which they can hire away. There is absolutely no restriction. It's valid from now to forever. Yeah, I like <laughs> and there's that. no limit. <laughs> well, and, and I want like you to talk about the exchange of money, like, um, um, you say, okay, uh, they, you've hired the angels, but how do we pay them back? And, and can you talk about, because you say pay them back with joy and pay them back with good energy. Is that right? And there's that's a, a big piece of it, but the real payment is presence. When you are present in your life, 
That's how the spiritual world gets paid. Because contrary to how we may have been taught that the spiritual realm is separate from us and kept at arm's length and only concerned when we have a crisis or a dire need or when we're praying for some big ticket item, the spiritual world wants to be involved in our everyday life. Like, can you imagine that that the spiritual world is excited when you sit down and eat a beautiful meal and they were there to help you prepare it? Can you imagine that they are excited to experience with you what so this physical true. life is all about? Right. They're experiencing with us. And you talk about your relationship with God and how you figured out that we are, of course, we are creators and you, you do an analogy in the book and I won't give everything away, but you do finally get to the conclusion where you realize that we are gods. We are little creators, gods within us, and he's experiencing through us. And that's something that a lot of people have a hard time wrapping their head around. Oh, completely. And I, that was an epiphany that came when I wrote the book, and I had no awareness of that. You see, even up until the point of writing that and discovering it, I was still in this place where I felt that the spiritual world was separate. And as I was experiencing the amazing help I was getting from the celestial realm. It occurred to me to ask a question that was just like, like in the back of my head and got to the point where it was just so blaring, so upfront. I had to wonder, why would the angelic realm be interested in me? Why did they seem to be interested in making me happy buying a new TV or, you know, going uh, shopping for a new tile for my home or getting the perfect hair color. Like that just didn't seem to make sense to me. Why would the spiritual world be interested in helping me be happy and joyful? Why? (laughs) Like, like wouldn't they only be interested when I was doing something grandiose? But they're happy to help us with anything because what you're saying is when you're in the present moment and you go shopping for that TV, when you're excited, they're excited because you've asked for their help and they've helped you. And that's their reward almost, their feeling of joy. And the epiphany came when uh, writing the book and I was asking this question, how did all of this work? And I began to, I was at a restaurant actually, sitting out in the back when I uh, was asking this question. I had with me these three by five index cards because I'd learned that in writing a book, anytime you have a new thought, write the the thought down on a card. So I took out one of the cards and I said, okay, um, how does this work? And I began to diagram what I thought was the old paradigm where where it's simply the lowly human sending up a prayer to some being in the sky, whether it's God consciousness, the universe, whatever you want to call it. And I took out my pendulum. I said, is this how this is working? And my pendulum says, no, you don't even have a clue. And in my book, I diagram all these different steps I went through to try to finally understand how does this work? And when the epiphany hit, it was so astounding that I actually pushed myself away from the chair and stood up (laughs) and said to this piece of 
uh, paper on my <laughs> on the table with my meal sitting right there and people around. I just stood up and said, you can't ask me to say that. <laughs> to, me, to me, it was sacrilegious to say that, you were that God. it is God experiencing through us that we are God. That seems sacrilegious. But here's the thing. It brought to mind a book that I read 20 years prior, Shirley MacLaine's book, Out on a Limb. Have you ever read it, Nancy? You know what? I've never read it. I, I've you know, seen Shirley MacLaine, and I know she's a spiritual person, but I've never read her book. What is oh, she saying? You're going to love this. You're going to love this because this is quite an involved story here, but we'll make it quick. Shirley MacLaine is working with her mentor, a uh, spiritual mentor in the book, and Kevin Ryerson is encouraging her to shout to the ocean. I am God. And she wrote this in the book back, I don't know how long ago this was now, got it be 40 years ago. At that time, when I read it, and at the time that she wrote it, that truly was sacrilegious. She took so much flack for writing that. I am God. <laughs> now we can kind of say it and be okay. But back then, yeah. no. She you didn't say our time. Well, that's what my diagrams were showing me. Well, here's the really fun story. When I had written my book, I self-published first, and there was a gentleman that bought it off my website. He emailed me and said, you know, I love your book. You really got to get this in with a major publisher. And I said, well, as a matter of fact, New World Library, which is the publishers of The Power of Now, they've accepted the book, and so they'll have it published soon. He said, fantastic. That was exactly the publishing house I was going to suggest to you. And if you're ever in the area, I live really close by, and I have some projects I'm working on. I'd love to show you. Okay. Well, uh, that was six months later when I hadn't even heard from him at all and I hadn't thought about him and I happened to go to New World Library's conference and as I'm driving it occurred to me oh I should have given that guy a call or something and I heard nope don't worry about it uh, you will meet him when you need to so when I get to this conference, it's standing room only. There's over 700 people there. I am sitting up in the front third. There's one seat open to next to me. And this guy comes through the aisle and says, is that seat open? I said, yes. And he sat down. I saw his name tag. He saw mine. And we just, <laughs> well, here's why we met. He okay. is good friends with Shirley MacLaine and Kevin Ryerson, and he gave my book to them. Oh, my gosh. Is what that wild? Story, Gee, What a wonderful story. Well, it was meant to be. It was I know. Meant to be. That is so awesome. Yeah, and you're exactly right. We've got about two minutes to break, guys. But, yeah, I think people are afraid to say it, and it's it's – I don't know. We're so backwards in our religion. Um, I think it was – I believe in the Bible wholeheartedly, but I think a lot of our religious, um, I don't know, uh, have our religions, I guess I should say, have used different uh, things in the Bible to keep us under control, if that makes any sense. And I think it's wonderful that we're now starting to expand our minds and to realize there is a spiritual realm and we can access it. And I think that's fabulous. I think that hiring the heavens is the easiest, quickest, funnest way to get in touch with the truth of who you truly are.
Yeah, because they don't they they give you you know they give you the uh, the the you you ask them and then they give you what you ask for and that's another thing I want to ask you we'll be back in about a minute but we've got about a minute to go but I want to ask you as far as how long does it take like if you said oh I want to get this new car or whatever how long has it taken before they deliver it to you <laughs> that is a great question and one that. I definitely want to talk about when we come back because this is so important. Well, yeah, and because I always say that, you know, you can ask for something, but you may not get it in your time frame. You may get it in God's time frame. So that's kind of where I'm going with that one because there's been things I've asked for, but I didn't get it when I wanted it. I got it when it was the best for me. And I always tell people that too. You know, it might not be the best for you right now, but God knows a little bit better than we do. Hey, you guys, we're here today with um, Gene Slater. And she's telling us about Higher in the Heavens, and it's a practical guide to developing working relationships with the spirits of creation. We'll be right back with The High Road and more. Don't forget to visit Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to sign up for her intuitive personal coaching program or to book a psychic reading. Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live. The show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Gain a fresh perspective on how to redefine, reinvent, and rebuild your life. Join Geraldine Tegelov live every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Toginet Radio Network. One-third of population suffers from bad breath. Several years ago, a New York City doorman was actually suspended from work because people were complaining about his bad breath. Other words for foul-smelling breath are halitosis and ozostomia. So what are common causes of ozostomia? Coffee is a problem because it's very acidic, and bacteria reproduce faster in an acid environment. Candy and gum contain sugar, which is also a problem because sugar feeds the bacteria that cause bad breath. Alcohol is another culprit. What's another name for cheap wine? Plonk, slip slop, or stinky bus. It's marching day. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. 
Hey, it's Nancy. You're out. And we're here with Jean Slater today. And we're talking about how to hire the heavens and how to get a committee going so that you can uh, make life a little bit more pleasant and joyful for yourself. And we were talking about when you ask for something before we went to break and and how you don't get it right away. And I was saying it kind of comes in your divine time. But Jean, why don't you um, address that for us? So here's the really important thing. Miracles are going to happen, just extraordinary coincidences, extraordinary orchestration of events that are going to prove to you that the spiritual world is there, that they are involved in your life, and they are interested in everything that you're doing. And then there's going to come a time where you're asked for something and nothing happens. And you're going to say, okay, okay, this doesn't work. You know, forget it. Uh, It was just all simply coincidence before. But don't go there because um, you have to think of it this way. It's no different than your own children. When your children, when you're raising your kids, don't they ask for a ton of stuff that you just don't give them because it's not either good for them. It's not You know, it's like your kids may ask for ice cream every single day, but it's up to you to say, you know what, that's really not in your highest and greatest good. And there's a lot of things that we ask for that in our limited view, we don't understand that that is not on our soul's path and is not in our highest and greatest good. You know, we think we know, but, you know, it's like when I was growing up in that church, the things that I was asking for were completely different than what I asked for now. And the things that I asked for during those 20 years where I wanted nothing to do with spirituality, I would have asked for completely different things. You know, what we ask for depends on our own maturity, our own wisdom. And thankfully, We have our soul, our own guides, our own angels that kind of know what our soul's path is. And here's the other thing is just because we have this spiritual world (laughs) that is available to assist us in every part of our lives, it doesn't mean that this is a free ride and you get to sit back and not do anything and just delegate. You know, so much of what you have to do, you have to do yourself. And it's no different than, um, you know, again, I go back to being a child. There's a point where you're tying your children's tennis shoes and they finally say, let me do it myself. Mm -hmm. And it's how we learn. And the spiritual world knows what it is that we need to actually experience and go through and learn from in order to evolve and to stay on our path. And so they're not going to take that away from us. Um, All the time when I'm talking to people and clients, they say to me, I just want a life of ease. (laughs) I just want this million dollars to come to me. I just want to attract the beautiful home. I just want to attract the person, the mate of my life, you know? And, And so they just say, they say they want it to come with ease, but I'll tell you what, your soul doesn't feel that way. Your soul says, you know, why would you just give it to me? I want to grow and learn and experience and bring something out in me that I didn't even know I had. Um, it, it would be no different than, well, than no. 
we're doing. doing. We're, we're, I think we're here experiencing. Yeah, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I agree with that completely. You're saying that we're here. See, and this is what I think, Jean. I, I agree with what you're saying. We're here to learn. And I can't, uh, I can't learn your lessons and you can't learn my lessons. I think that's what I've learned more in the last few years is that we all have lessons to learn and we're all at different levels, you know? So you can't judge somebody because they're not there yet. And so, do you know what I'm saying? And so we all have our lessons to learn at different paces. And I agree with what you're saying completely because the angels aren't going to give us something that's not good for us. They're only going to give us what's for our highest and best good in order for us to grow. Is that what you think too? I do. I do. And um, one of the examples that I use is that I love to put puzzles together. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just find it a lot of fun. And consequently, I, you know, I look at a 4,000 piece puzzle and I know that that's going to be a challenge, but I'm willing to take it on and it's enjoyable for me. Now, knowing this, if you wanted to give me a gift for my birthday and you went out and bought a 50 piece puzzle that it says for three and five year olds and you gave that to me. Um, I would look at that and I'd say, well, this is a really nice gesture. Did you mean for this to be for my grandkids? Because, you know, why, you know, not to snub the present, but why would I put a 50-piece puzzle together? Right. Well, here it is. Our souls have been given this incredible gift of this lifetime. Incredible. And when we come here, we are not wanting to put together a 50-piece puzzle. We're willing to take on the challenge to go for it. We Mm -hmm. say to ourselves, you know, let me take on the tough stuff. Let me take on the things that I have been struggling with in past lives. Let me take on the things that will really bring something out in me and make me dig deep into my being to bring out something I never even knew I had. Let me do that because this is an incredible gift and I'm not here just to put a 50-piece puzzle together and sit back and say, oh, I did it. Now, now what? (laughs) Well, and I think it's wonderful. The more people that realize that it comes from within, um, the more people work on themselves. And, And I always say it raises the vibration of all of us as a collective when we all work on ourselves and, and go for it, which is what you're saying. Hey, I wonder what, and we were talking during the break, Jean, tell us, tell the audience what you're doing now. And you've got a lot of really cool certification programs. You've got a website. Give us all that information. How do we get in touch with you? How do we find you? They can go to JeanSlater.com, and Slater is spelled with two T's. <laughs> I tried to get my husband to drop a T when we got oh, married. <laughs> he said, no, honey. <laughs> no, you know, he said, do you realize at that time there's phone books? She says, he says, do you realize how many Slaters there are in the phone book? <laughs> I said, okay, you got me there. <laughs> so it's Slater with two T's, or they can go to Creative Mystic get you to the same place. Creative Mystic is my website and it's all about understanding the big questions in life, the mystic questions. Who are we? How do we get here? What's life all about? Does any of it matter? (laughs) Those are the mystic questions. And in order to understand that in modern day life, I think we have to get creative. So that's where the creative mystic came about. And in my quest to understand those questions, I journaled with my, my spiritual committees for over three years asking those questions. And during that time, they wouldn't let me read any books about it. 
They said, no, you're going to get it from us. Oh, wow. And then afterwards, we'll show you where, you know, where you can go to read about this and, um, and have confirmation. But prior to that, no, they wouldn't let me read any books. So you'll get the information that I got directly from my higher guidance about what this life is all about. And I thought it was extraordinary and has since sure, been, yeah. whenever I listen to spiritual teachers now, it's go, oh my God, that's exactly what they said. <laughs> okay. So, so there's a new book together, you say. And what's the new, when is that going to come out, Jean? So I have, um, I, in, in journaling with my spiritual committee about what this life is about and combining that with my 20 years experience as a tra- traditional naturopath, I put together two certification programs. Okay. One is the Creative Mystic Intuitive and the other is Higher Guidance Life Coaching. Higher Guidance Life Coaching is very different than traditional life coaching because it isn't about accomplishing what you as a person wants to accomplish. It's about getting in touch with your soul and letting your soul guide you. And sometimes, you know, it's the fastest way to get to the root of any issue, in my opinion, is go directly to the one place that actually knows what's going on. And that's what Higher Guidance Life Coaching is about. In addition to that, I'm also working on a new program that is going to be about strengthening your transcendental intelligence. Now, that's a term that my committee gave me, my spiritual committee gave me. Well, somebody liked that because something fell in my office. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) About that. Okay. (laughs) It's a message. Go ahead. Transmittal intelligence. We've only got a few minutes, but tell us what that involves. Transcendental intelligence is that something beyond our intellect. It is the... We have lots of terms for it, whether we call it intuition, your gut feeling, your sixth sense, but we all know it's there. It's that Mm -hmm. something beyond our intellect. Well, it turns out that there's a way that we can exercise and strengthen, just like we go to school to strengthen our intellect, there are ways to strengthen that transcendental intelligence. I like that. I think I want to do that. They must want me to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Now, how long is the course? I mean, is it, is that... How do you do that? Do you have uh, videos or how do you, how do you work that? In my certification course, yeah. it videos, it is a six month program. Oh, wow. And the one that I'm developing right now on strengthening your transcendental intelligence and raising your TQ is uh-huh. something that I'm developing and hope to have out by the end of the year. That is so amazing. So if somebody wants to get on board and take these courses from you, they just go to your website and that's www.janeslater.com. Is that right? That one or www.creativemystic.com. Either way. No, and I think that's wonderful that you're putting these things together. So, and you go out and you speak and you still talk about hiring the heavens and, and you teach people how to do this. Um, as through your coaching and that type of thing as well. I sure do, because to me, it still is and will continue to be the fastest, easiest, funnest way to connect with the truth of who you are. And it requires absolutely no skill, requires absolutely no, no, you know, you can do it immediately. And that's what I encourage people. As soon as you finish listening to this, begin hiring your committees immediately. 
You guys, get her book. It's called Hiring the Heavens, and it's Jane Slater, and it's S-L-A-T-T-E-R. And we are so excited that you came to visit us today on High Road to Humanity. And I hope you'll come back when you've written your new book. I'm going to have to definitely check out some of your programs because, you know, I think we all um, want to evolve and, and become better people. Hey, you guys, next week on High Road to Humanity, we have another fabulous guest, and we're going to be talking about heaven again. So, um, Jean, thanks again for being with us, and, and I really appreciate anything you want to leave us with today, any, any good advice. Use this immediately. That is what I tell everyone at the end. Don't hesitate for a second. Employ your angels. Love it. Love it. And hope for our future. To sign up for my intuitive life coaching or a psychic reading, visit my website, www.nancyyearout.com. My email address is nancy at highroadtohumanity.com. So have a fabulous week and know that by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination.